0: Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the third episode
1: installment
0: of Installment. the How are you? How have you been?
1: I've been pretty great, actually. You know, living life. Nice. I just started.
0: Well, not just started, but recently I've started on the keto diet. Uh, oh. yeah trying to How's going? it's going well trying to lose a few pounds by wrapping okay, everything okay. in bacon so love it. <laughs> it's true you can eat all the gross vegetables when they're wrapped in delicious bacon
1: yeah i tried keto for um i think three months and it just was not the diet for me but it was fun yeah i think i'm good for now
0: i usually get tired of diets eventually but i'm trying to after covid retrain myself like hey you don't need a pound of pasta you just need
1: (laughs) it's portion control man especially with covid yeah Yeah. covid wrecked me covid wrecked me yeah i think it wrecked all of us honestly but uh we started doing those like meal kit boxes Ooh. which is great but it was such like a stark okay so little bit of background i went to culinary school i was cooked for a long time I was mm-hmm. a chef for like 10 years i knew what i'm doing in the kitchen and so i would make like i was at home all day i'd make great fucking meals all day long and like i don't know how to person control with making meals so we'd make you know say we had nachos we'd have an entire like mound of nachos mm-hmm. which is like probably the equivalent of like two full-size ballpark nachos and they're just so good you don't want to stop you know that you know whatever so we switched to meal kit boxes and those are some small portions compared to what we were doing. Like the normal portion you're supposed to be eating is much smaller than what we're given in restaurants and yeah. just societally programmed to want, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why sometimes I overorder when I'm, if I order off like Uber eats or something, I tend to overorder because I don't know what size portion this restaurant has. Sometimes they have, what looks like a teaspoon of food the other times it's like they shoveled into a food trough yes and delivered it to your doorstep yeah i do like the food boxes though i they're, yeah they're great they've introduced me to some recipes that i didn't think i would like i didn't know i liked pickled cabbage until Ooh.: yeah until i made tacos from i don't know if it was like hello fresh or something like that and it put the pickled cabbage on top, and it was mm-hmm. so good. And now I have a mild obsession with pickled cabbage.
1: Did you pickle it yourself? Like, that was part of the recipe steps? It was like you did, like, the quick pickle of the cabbage? Yes. it come pickled? Oh, it was okay. a quick pickle. Quick pickled stuff is, yeah.
0: And we've, at my house, we started to pickle stuff ourselves. So we got some mason mm-hmm. jars, and we started pickling, well, pickles. and. Okay. Carrots, place to start? carrots mm-hmm. onions, pickled onions. I oh, love the best. Mm-hmm. Those and are the best on tacos. We also made can't eat them now because keto and the massive amount of sugar that's in it. But we started making bread and butter pickles, and I mm. could eat an entire jar of bread and butter pickles.
1: You give me some spicy, like sweet heat mm-hmm. bread and butter spicy pickles and i will eat that entire jar
0: yeah i could eat a jar of pickles
1: regardless i love vinegar so you should also try pickling radishes and green beans those are my two favorite things to eat pickled i've never heard of pickled green beans oh they're so good speaking of green beans that was my snack today i just decided i really wanted green beans (laughs) i'm becoming a um very old person apparently
0: Totally fine. Speaking of green beans, let's talk about this murder.
1: Oh, great. Fantastic. Love it. The All green right. bean murder.
0: The green bean murder. <laughs> um, so this week is going to be, we're going to have two weeks in a row that's just a little bit, it's a little hard. Oh. There is, I know I usually put the disclaimer in there, but I also want to mention this one does include Children, but not in the normal sense that you would think of a child. So the focus—they are the focus, and they're not the focus. So that's kind okay. of where we are. Children are involved. Got Children it. are involved. Children are definitely involved. Warning: This episode may contain discussions that are not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Today, we are going to be talking about the case of Bobby Joe Stinnett. Bobby Joe Stinnett. Also known as Bobby Joe Potter, was born on December 4th, 1981. She grew up her entire life in Skidmore, Missouri. Skidmore is a very small town. It is actually now listed as one of the creepiest small towns in America.
1: Ooh, let's go there.
0: Let's go to Skidmore. Well, creepy is in like people die. So maybe let's not
1: go to Skidmore oh okay never mind yeah uh there's been like creepy like paranormal creepy and we'll go there
0: yes paranormal down death Leave me out of
1: it yeah
0: a lot of weird things have happened in skidmore there's been a lot of murders and there's been disappearances even after bobby joe was murdered her cousin disappeared in like 2000 even either 2001 or 2011 i think it's 2001 but just very weird, weird circumstances around things, and even more weird because after the two thousand twenty census, the population was said to only be two hundred and forty-five people.
1: Oh, so when I say it's small, like a congregation that's not even a, a city. It is. A... It's a small shopping oh. center,
0: is what it is. It's an elementary school. It is. Yeah, okay. Yep. Even just looking up pictures of the town, you can get a feel for how secluded it is. An alarming amount of violence for a town that's so small.
1: I always thought that small towns were the places where you could not hide a thing from anyone because everyone knew everyone and word got around so fast, like a little gossip mill. It'd be shocking that there'd be so many people missing and were dead from a small town because people talk so much in small towns and know everyone. Well, it all depends on how much
0: you know about the situation, because if someone say if someone gets murdered and you don't know who did it. They're going to talk about the murder. But if they don't know who did it, they don't know who did it. Of course, there's going to be gossip. It's, it's high school. It's an overgrown high school when you got a town that small. Yeah. Bobby Joe's father was out of the picture early on. He left the family and moved to Texas. Bobby Joe's mother, Becky, tried to follow him, go to Texas and make the marriage work, but ultimately ended up moving back to Skidmore. While there, she vowed to give Bobby Joe the best life possible. Eventually, her parents finally divorced in 1985, and her mother remarried, giving Bobby Joe a little baby brother. No longer alone. Not the only child. Bobby Joe was always shy. She was born with a cleft palate and had a bit of a speech impediment, which made her self-conscious around others, especially in her younger school years.
1: Okay.
0: She attended, and pardon me if I get the name of this wrong, because it is weird, Nottoway Holt R7 High School. Oh. In Skidmore. And she worked very hard there to overcome her insecurities. But in high school, she flourished as a bright, confident young woman. She was part of many clubs, was a cheerleader, and was also on the honor roll.
1: Oh, good for her.
0: Yeah, she was a very, she was like a small town sweetheart. Um, Oh, okay. And she was absolutely adorable, too. She graduated at the end of the school year 2000 and quickly snagged herself a job at Earl May, where she was said to be an amazing employee who was helpful, punctual, and a joy to be around.
1: Love
0: it. She was eventually tasked with bringing in new small animals to be sold at the store and taking care of them until they were able to be put in a home. Basically, Earl May was a garden center. But they had a little area in there called the Pet Corner. And I tried to look it up. Earl May still exists. It wasn't that long ago, but I couldn't find anything about a Pet Corner. Maybe it was this specific location that right. just had it as something extra but they had all small animals rabbits mice that ferret like all little amazing
1: right it is you know what i love more than a plant nursery it's an animal nursery Some place for animals oh exactly God. i would never leave i would also get a job there
0: and bobby joe loved animals she loved taking care of them she loved being around them and she just had a real passion for yeah for animals She loved being around animals more than anything and eventually had dreams of becoming a breeder for rat terriers. Okay. So, rat terriers, name is deterring. They're not rats. They're dogs that are flippin' cute.
1: And they go after rats. Do they? I think that's why they're called rat terriers, right? Because they go after rodents often?
0: I don't know. I thought it was because they were little and like people like my dad would be like, you rat!
1: I always thought it was because they'd like... Sought out rats and rodents and killed them for farmers. You're probably right. But I'm probably wrong. Let's be I don't know. <laughs> one of us is probably one of you someone email us and tell us if we're wrong or right. Yes
0: please. Bobby Joe eventually opened up a business called Happy Haven Farm. She was always very selective about who she allowed to adopt any puppies that had been bred.
1: I would be too I would have such a vetting process. And you hear all stories
0: about weird people adopting pets and whatnot i would be very selective i'm just
1: too protective of it you would have a house full of animals. i already have a house full of
0: animals true but it would be like Yeah, it'd
1: be it'd be a problem
0: she made sure that those interested in the puppies had a proper home for them to go to if anyone was interested in adopting from bobby joe it was a process i believe she had a several page form that they had to fill out with every single question imaginable. If they planned to take them to obedience classes, if they had enough room for them to run around, how many people were in the family? Did they have young children? Love that. This process, however, gave Bobby Joe a five star reputation. She was very soon a well-respected and known rat terrier breeder. So Bobby Joe began dating Zeb Zinnett, who was a local boy in the town who she had known forever because population 250, you know everybody. Right. They eventually married on April 26th, 2003. They had dreams of a home of their own and having a family. Bobby Jo saved every bit of money she could to eventually be able to bring her dreams to reality. With the breeding business booming, Bobby Jo began attending many dog shows and events. Business grew even more as she was constantly meeting people within the breeding community. She was always being approached and loved to explain to others how she was fascinated with the genetics of breeding... Whether it be at an event or through one of the rat terrier groups that she was a part of online. Eventually, Bobby Jo became pregnant, and the young married couple was ecstatic to be welcoming their baby girl in January of 2005.
1: And she added a new line of breeding into her life. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had to go for it. I'm sorry. Definite new line of breeding.
0: <laughs> Double breeder. Bobby Jo was so excited that she decided to make an announcement about the baby on one of the forum groups that she was a part of called Ratter Chatter.
1: Ratter Chatter. Ratter oh Chatter.
0: Gosh. I did look to see if this was still a thing and I found a forum about rats. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> but I heard in several places, several of, I've listened to several other podcasts about Bobby Joe and I've also read a bunch of articles and, and, a lot of them mention Ratter Chatter, so I'm assuming that is it, but it looks like it's probably been shut down, down. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Which, when you finish listening, will make sense. Yeah. If this story is going the way I think it's going to go, I
1: get it. Mm-hmm.
0: Since Skidmore was so small, Bobby Joe really enjoyed interacting with people online, especially when they shared the same hobbies. Around that same time, there was another woman involved in the group who was also pregnant. She too decided to announce her pregnancy over Facebook, except she was due a month before Bobby Joe. So they were they were syncing up, you know, they were mm-hmm. basically on a very similar timeline for their pregnancies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like one does when they find out that they have something in common, the two women talked about their pregnancies together. They shared the ups and the downs. and They were both so excited for the day to come when they would get to hold their child for the first time. Because the breeding, I can never say breeding the same again now, thanks to you. Sorry, not sorry. Because the breeding community is so small, the two eventually met in person while attending one of the dog shows near them. They got along great and were very happy to finally be able to have a conversation in person. As time went on, Bobby Joe's business continued to grow even more. At this point, she was getting requests for puppies from people she hadn't even met before. One of those people was Darlene Fisher. Darlene had messaged some other people in groups that bobby joe was in and asked if they knew any rat terrier breeders in this specific area and people who knew bobby joe were like yeah bobby joe she's amazing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. darlene reached out to her because of that she told bobby joe that she and her family were interested in getting a puppy and was wondering if she could ask a few questions Bobby Joe responded and said to her, Hey, yes, of course. She sent Darlene her address so that she could come and see the puppies. So basically they planned to meet. Darlene was gonna ask some questions. Bobby Joe was gonna answer them. She wanted the puppy for Christmas for the family. And it was around mm. that time. It was December. So we're looking for presents. Who doesn't want a puppy wrapped in a box? Don't buy people puppies for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm and we'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, December 16th, 2004, the two were set to meet. Bobby Joe spent the morning tidying her house while getting ready for her potential buyer. While on the phone with her mom, she got a knock on the door mid-afternoon. I think it was around 2-ish, 2:30 p.m. She mentioned to her mom that she was showing the puppies and that she had to get going. Bobby Joe hung up the phone She went to grab the door when she opened the door. However, standing in front of her was her fellow pregnant friend, Lisa Montgomery. Oh, no. So just to throw it in there, Lisa didn't know where Bobby Joe lived. Oh, no. So to have someone show up on your doorstep when they don't know where you live, a little bit alarming.
1: That's terrifying. To have someone show up when they do know where you live unannounced, also not great.
0: Please, everybody I know, do not show up to my house. I only like three people, so you might Maybe. not be one of them. <laughs> and yeah, okay. you don't want to find out. It's a terrible way to find out when I shut the door in your face. <laughs> I'm going to put a little bit of a warning in there. This does get... It's very brief, the explanation of this, but it is a little bit Rough. gut-wrenching. So we're going to go through it, but breathe... We'll make it out and we'll uh, we'll get to the or end just of this fast or just too. fast forward. If it's not something you That's want to okay. listen to. Yeah. Feel That's free okay. to. We're going. It's I, did that, it's fine. I did that like it's a VHS. This is not a VHS. You can just press <laughs> the 15 second. And if it's too close, just the 15 second again. After a stunned moment of standing, Lisa forcefully shoved Bobby Joe inside and shut the door behind her. Almost instantly, Lisa took a pink neon rope that she had brought with her and started to strangle Bobby Joe. Oh, boy. Bobby Joe tried to kick and fight her way free, but did not prevail and eventually stopped moving and slid to the floor.
1: Listen, Linda, strangling someone does not take a short period of time. That fucking sucks. It doesn't. Strangling
0: is like a very intimate form of murder. it takes forever.
1: You Mm -hmm. think it would take like 10 seconds? It takes like minutes. Like it is not a quick thing. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Sorry.
0: After Bobby Joe slid to the ground... Lisa checked and could feel Bobby Joe's baby still kicking in her womb while she lay lifeless on the ground.
1: Oh, boy. Okay.
0: I told you, it gets
1: Uh, gets bad, but Mm -hmm. maybe not in the way you think (laughs) it's going to get bad. Mm
0: -hmm. With no hesitation, Lisa found a kitchen knife. She went back to the body on the floor and began to cut Bobby Joe's stomach. She continued until she eventually pierced the womb and found the baby who was still living inside its dead mother. With slippery hands, she sliced the umbilical cord, cut the baby free, held the baby close to feel its heartbeat, and left the mother dead on the floor. So she just left Bobby Joe.
1: What in the actual fuck? Okay. No. Mm-mm, don't do that. No, nope.
0: Nope. nope. And that's it. That traumatic moment of reading that is now over. So no okay. more of that. Bobby Joe was supposed to meet her mother, Becky, later that day. When she finally showed up, she walked in and found her daughter. Becky called 911 and told them that her daughter was dead. And it looked like she had exploded since there was just blood everywhere. everywhere. Oh, God. Cops rushed to the house and Lisa rushed back home to Kansas with the baby. We're going to dive a little bit into uh, Lisa here. Not much because I really didn't care to talk about Lisa that much. I'll be honest with you. But yeah. just a little, I-, I guess, a little bit of stuff about her. Lisa, For absolutely. Context. Yeah. And this is going to sound very out of place. Lisa absolutely loved children apparently so apparently she had four from a previous marriage and her husband kevin was so excited for them to be welcoming another initially lisa was due to deliver twins but unfortunately one of the twins passed away in the womb good god yeah even with this the married couple was elated the only problem lisa was never pregnant
1: oh Mm -hmm. okay well there you go it was a lie Oh, what was her plan? What was her end goal here? You can't steal someone else's baby and say it's your own. It's not even going to look like you. Will you be like, oh, sorry, husband. Sorry, I went to the hospital in the last 20 minutes and had a baby. (laughs) Here you go. Surprise. Well, listen, it gets
0: worse. Her ultrasound photos were ones that she got off the internet, printed, and put in her purse so that anyone she ran into, she could be like, this my baby. And would just show them the ultrasound pictures from the internet. Wow. Lisa had apparently done this a lot. Several times she had faked pregnancies, said she was pregnant. Personally, I know some girls in my high school who did that as well to try and save relationships. Would be like, I'm
1: pregnant. Okay, a couple of things. One, yes, a baby will not save your family relationship. Let's just say that now. Absolutely not. One in a fucking million. Okay, two, I mean, I'm not terribly surprised because you don't just go straight to murdering someone and stealing their unborn baby unless you've like had a habit of lying about stuff like this and have escalated to that point oh god okay
0: yeah she is she is something eventually lisa called her husband and told him that she had given birth while she was out shopping oh okay plausible sure she went into labor premature but the baby girl is fine and she told him she'd be home very soon (laughs)
1: <laughs> don't bother coming to the hospital
0: don't even worry about picking me up i got this i'll take it to you this
1: this premature birth was so seamless that i don't even need to stay overnight here
0: right fine. i've heard this a few places i'm not gonna say this is 100 for certain but said that she brought the baby and like walked in some places kind of like to show off a little bit on her way home So one of the local i think one of the local pubs that she went to she like stopped in for a second was like my baby and they're like ma'am we
1: saw you yesterday (laughs) (laughs) a pub a pub a pub of all places to go show off a baby you went to a pub yes that seems logical okay
0: she was pregnant yesterday had the baby and is already home so
1: walking around showing people it off
0: right the FBI quickly became involved in the case because they were worried the missing baby would be taken across state lines, which would make it near impossible for local police to do anything. And they were good with that because Wyoming was where Bobby Joe was and Lisa was taking the baby back. To, and Lisa was taking the baby back to Kansas. So, definitely a good call for them because yeah. They would have had a lot of trouble. I mean, the FBI would have gotten involved eventually, but to have them involved so soon, they were able to take action with everything right away.
1: Yeah, I imagine that definitely would have made it a lot more difficult if she left the state.
0: Yeah. Bobby Joe's mother mentioned that she had been planning to meet with a woman to show her the Rat Terriers. With this, they realized that they still had access to Bobby Joe's computers And they were able to find the account of that person who visited the house. So they were able to find the account of Darlene. And because the fake person, person, yes. And because so many people on the internet are dumb as shit, (laughs) they easily tracked the IP of the person that planned to visit and linked it to Mm -hmm. a phone number and address that they found out was the information for Kevin Montgomery, Lisa's husband.
1: Ah, yes.
0: Not even 24 hours later, after the brutal murder and abduction of the baby, they went to the Montgomery home, found Lisa inside with the baby, surrounded by family and friends. Oh, that's awkward. Welcoming. So everybody who was there really thought this baby was hers. So she had her family there. Even, Even Kevin. He didn't question it. But I will say, I have met some people who don't know how birth works and yeah. how long it takes for a woman to recover she just took her fake baby I, belly out and I went back like in the
1: house every time i hear something new about pregnancy i'm shocked that i never heard about it before I, like every year mm. multiple times a year i hear something and i'm like uh, i'm sorry what what do you guys have to deal with There what is what happens
0: there is this account i don't remember what it is but it's this account on tiktok of this girl who every time she sees something she like stitches the video or duets it and writes on her notepad on her iphone reasons to not get pregnant and just keeps yeah. adding to the list and the last it's one terrifying. yeah the last one was a woman whose milk duck was swollen under her armpit and was like milking under her armpit and i was just like what i don't personally understand anything i don't have kids so i don't know how it works probably i'm not ever gonna have kids so i'm not really sure what happens to the body uh i don't know if i want to find out because some of the stuff i have seen plus you know,
1: kids kids are a money pit let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah i yes, uh, could be in just... europe <laughs> it's all just so terrifying it is all of it all of it sounds terrifying i feel like we're so debated as children like oh pregnancy glow and like oh but they don't tell you about your nipple chafing Mm -hmm. and that you have to wear a diaper and that you can't wipe your butt because you might have stitches there for a while and just i'm not even gonna continue because this is not what this podcast is about it's just it sounds terrifying it's just terrifying that's all i'll say
0: it does. But back to the story.
1: Anyway. Yeah, um, anyway. Bad.
0: Anyway. So Lisa was sitting there with her family and her husband, who were all so happy to be welcoming this baby into yeah. the home, into the world.
1: Thankfully. They thought it was a legit baby. They thought it was actually her baby.
0: They thought it was her baby. Oh, boy. She had insanely fooled people. And you think she sleeps with her husband every night. How do you not? i can't judge how intimate people are or if there's or what was going on but how could you not notice that the belly wasn't real
1: well i mean she went to lengths of like telling people at all times you know showing the ultrasound who's to say that she wouldn't go to extreme lengths with her husband too or yeah. maybe he was in on it and no one hasn't admitted to it
0: That's, i think anything is possible yeah thankfully the baby was safe and alive Mm-hmm. lisa was arrested and the child was returned to her father zeb zeb and bobby joe's daughter will be turning 18 this month on december 16th the anniversary of her mother's murder so unfortunately because of lisa their daughter has her birthday on her mother's date of death
1: hopefully she has a really great therapist
0: I am, sure. I am sure i am sure she does and i i I know that things can be very traumatizing. and Even just hearing about things can be very traumatizing. But from what I've learned in my psychology class, a child that young will be affected less than if you were able to mentally comprehend and witness yeah,
1: the course. thing in
0: its entirety. But it is still yeah. it was so widely publicized what happened here because of some stuff that we'll get into in a minute.
1: Yeah, that I mean, like we're we're talking about it right now.
0: Yeah, you're going to know. You're going
1: to know everything. Yeah.
0: During the trial, Lisa's abusive childhood was put out for the world to see. She'd been raped by her father and threatened with violence and guns. She left an abusive family for an abusive marriage. Here's the kicker. Lisa had gotten her tubes tied and even then still claimed she was pregnant time and time again. So now that she's faking this pregnancy, she couldn't even get pregnant. So there was zero chance that she would have been able to get pregnant because she was not able to have children any longer.
1: I wonder if her husband knew that she got her tubes tied.
0: I'm going to guess no, but who am I to know what, what he knows or what he knew about anything really? Yeah. The jury didn't buy any of the sob story that they were telling they basically brought up the fact that this stuff had not been prevalent in Lisa's life before this. She hadn't really done anything what you would consider crazy, like some of the other things that we've talked about in previous episodes of what you would think is erratic behavior from someone who may have a mental disorder.
1: Yeah. She's she didn't lying about stuff. Yeah, she didn't Which, show uh, any of can, those things. Yeah, she can chalk up as his- or people can chalk up as attention-seeking rather than, like, violent behavior. Yeah, it was
0: taken more in the trial as something that possibly her defense was pushing for as opposed to what was actually going on. Okay. On October twenty second, 2007, they found Lisa Montgomery guilty of kidnapping resulting in death. She was sentenced on April fourth, two 2008, and was given the death sentence.
1: Oy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you see, kind of surprised by that. Yeah,
0: you see the death sentence given a lot less frequently to women. Granted, I feel like more heinous crimes you see done by men. But currently, as of right now, I believe there's only like 50 women on death row as opposed to the ridiculous amount of men that are on death row.
1: Sorry, when was that conviction?
0: The conviction was in... 2008, April 4th, 2008.
1: And I feel like as of the 2000s and continuing today, you see the death sentence less and less. Yes. Just in general. Well,
0: she, Lisa, made many appeals and she even had written in her calendar in her jail cell when Joe Biden was going to be put into presidency because Joe Biden wanted to eradicate, I believe, the federal death sentence. So not Mm. what it is state by state, but basically what the federal government has to do uh, with death sentences, because we'll get to this fact in a moment. Okay. After several failed appeal attempts on January 13th, 2021, so very recent, at the United States Penitentiary in Terre Haute, Indiana, Lisa was executed by lethal injection at age 52.
1: Oh, shit. She was actually, okay. They actually went all the way through it
0: wow they did they asked her if she had any last words and her reply was no oh i mean what can you say honestly people kind of took it to interpret on their own but while she was getting the lethal injection she was sitting there blank face licking her lips they didn't know if it was because of nervousness or if it was just something weird that she decided to do but yeah that was one weird little detail
1: huh did uh do you have any info on her last meal
0: i don't let me see if i can find it quick let's do a little googs let's do a little google 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 <laughs> oh my god i forgot about this when lisa was named as the womb raider what the womb raider like tomb raider they, they nicknamed her the womb Raider no yeah i forgot about that Mm. i kind of tried to stick that out of my head while i read all these articles but this just kind of threw it in my face again thanks google thanks google you dick they yeah they never reported what she ordered for her final meal
1: darn so we don't know it's like my favorite thing i know i actually
0: heard of heard of a podcast that they wanted to talk about the murder and cook the last meal of people who were on death row
1: oh no right that's fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> no no no
0: no no So they ended up not doing it but i thought it was an interesting uh, little concept yeah. there
1: maybe like a str- like a youtube video of that no even then yeah you, people's last meals are always like fast food or like super extravagant or just like really yeah. simple i'm just here what timothy like
0: mcveigh got potato. ice cream someone uh-huh. got mussels gacy got a kfc family feast fuck it yeah that's yep jeffrey barney got Frosted flakes yeah pizza yeah yeah always like junk food you know yeah yeah she was executed by lethal and jackson so here's here's the little fact only three other women besides lisa have ever been executed by the u.s federal government okay mary surratt by hanging in 1865, Ethel Rosenberg, okay. electric chair in 1953, and Bonnie Hetty in the gas chamber in 1993. Ugh. All oh, rough ways to go. Or no, sorry. And Bonnie Hady by gas chamber also in 1953. Like. So she was in her yeah. cell with a calendar on her wall with that date waiting for Obama, or, uh, waiting
1: for Obama. <laughs>
0: Waiting for Joe Biden to be inaugurated so that hopefully he would take pardon that her. off the
1: table. Yeah, yeah. Or not pardon her, but
0: to, at yeah. least that she didn't Get have to the... the charge yeah. of lethal injection. Yeah. Oh. So. Yeah, that is the the story of Bobby just in it, who I will say, researching this was the, just a small brief part of the story where lisa went to the house and all of that happened was just gut-wrenching for me and the fact that a baby survived that yeah is insane because you have someone the most that lisa knew about anything was that she googled c-sections
1: yeah but we're talking about like something that could be messed up within a quarter of a millimeter or smaller one mm-hmm. hundredth of a millimeter i mean oh god there's so many things that could have gone wrong in that situation thank goodness thank goodness they dying. didn't and it's just shocking she didn't yeah thank goodness for sure that's what when oh, i started Tune, my god what's yeah. the problem
0: when i started reading that i did not think that the baby was gonna make it i didn't either and i am so grateful that she did so grateful and she, had,
1: she already had multiple children she did yes so not only does is there a baby out in the world that has a mother that was murdered she now has a bunch of other kids that don't have a, a mother because, yeah because they went she went to prison and then ultimately died someone who claims yeah. that
0: they cared so much for children
1: and does she not realize that children grow up to be an adult just I know when like
0: she murdered. That's what I was gonna say. Bobby Joe was so a, rude. She's someone's child too.
1: Yeah, you spend this all this time keeping this little thing alive that's like destined to kill itself as a toddler, and then maybe again as a teenager, only to have them murdered later on down the road. Yep, that's incredibly frustrating.
0: and so curating. Yeah, I was surprised to see how quickly. I expected Lisa to still be on death row.
1: Yeah, I did not expect her to get executed. I thought but, those things take a long time to actually go through and usually they don't ever do it. Well, Apparently during COVID, people have a lot of time to do paperwork.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently so. So, yeah, but and that was kind of the, the very end of COVID there, too. So... Crazy. Yep. Whew. So now we can breathe. Ugh. I know, a, a bit of a downer, a bit of a downer, but
1: this is what we signed up for talking about true crime it's true this and also reality of it
0: i think something more to bring with this one is the danger of the internet
1: yeah you never know alone. you
0: never don't ever do a yeah. student loan and don't ever do shit alone <laughs> oh <laughs> i mean don't ever do
1: well try not to do student loans but also just don't ever do shit alone <laughs>
0: yes and if you're going to meet someone there's facebook marketplace there's all of that stuff if you're going to meet someone to pick something up or to see something or do it do it in public you can pull into the police station parking lot if you want to trade something with someone or buy something from someone you don't have to give anybody your address that is not a requirement that will never be a requirement to give out your personal information like that you don't even have to give out your own phone number you could go on google get a google voice number that could be your number that you contact strangers with off these websites that
1: you sell things yeah not to mention just the danger of it but also scammers scammers are on facebook marketplace like crazy yes yeah it's absurd so be careful out there be careful yes definitely um
0: but thank you everybody thank you for listening
1: yeah thank you for joining us on these terrible journeys we seem to keep taking ourselves on Yes, but hopefully hopefully
0: we can all learn to uh, a few things to keep ourselves a little bit safer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Go ahead and leave us a review on our podcast Spotify. Helps us grow. We appreciate them so much.
0: And we also have our Instagram and Twitter a-workin. So I don't know what you're waiting for, but you should go and give it a follow. That would be at Murderversary for either of those as well as Facebook.
1: And you can email us. Questions, comments, concerns, hate mail. No, not hate mail. Love, love notes. Mortiversary at gmail.com.
0: Please love notes. (laughs) Please, please love notes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we would love Um, that. Just tell us how you love the sound of our
0: voices. I don't know. Exactly. And lastly, we do want you to know that if you're struggling, you are absolutely most definitely not alone.
1: Definitely not alone. And if you visit morediversarypodcast.com and click resources there's a ton of information there on where you can get help and we hope you do because everyone deserves to be happy in their life
0: yes we love you all we appreciate you thank you so much again and uh hope you have a wonderful week agatha out (laughs) danny (laughs) says goodbye okay Okay, bye. bye. bye